0: Matter of Faction Podcast with Pricey and Brownie. Paul Brownie Brown, episode 17 of the Matter of Faction Podcast for the Handshake Media Network. Let's get right down into it.
1: But before we get into any of that, let's throw right now to the newsroom. Ebony has your heavy news updates.
2: Thanks, guys. It's been a week filled with new music, and you're going to hear about it all. The Amity Affliction have dropped a new song called All My Friends Are Dead, and it's actually heavy. It's a little bit synthy too, but I like it. It's good. Don't forget about their Heaven and Hell tour, which kicks off tomorrow. Korn have also given us a new song. It's called Can You Hear Me? And it's a bit slower. Maybe you could classify it as radio rock because it is very accessible. Still good though. And their new album The Nothing comes out this Friday the 13th. Another killer track is Taste of Regret from Of Mice and Men. It's just so good. And we're so pumped for their album Earth and Sky, which comes out on September 27th. And Tonight Alive's drummer, Maddie Best, has been spotted in New York with Sleeping With Sirens. Their drummer, Gabe Barham has left because he'd grown apart from the band musically. So we're not sure what Maddie is doing with the band, but when we find out, we'll let you know. And one of my favorite bands, Don Broco, have teamed up with a bunch of famous musicians for their new track, Action. We have Tucker Morici from One OK Rock, Tyler Carter from Issues, Caleb Shomo of Beartooth and Tillian Pearson of Dance Gavin Dance. And oh boy, the music video is classic Don Broco. If you don't know what I mean, please do yourself a favor and check it out. That's it for now. Stay heavy.
0: New music. There's been a ton of it. Let's get your opinion. All right. Uh, I
1: want to kick it off at Don Broco. Yep. Now, this is a band who predominantly I've known about, yep. but haven't really jumped on board as of yet.
0: I'm so about them.
1: Yeah, you are? Yep. Now or
0: beforehand? Oh, man. Everything? I, yep. The last record that they dropped that had like, come out to LA and that sort of stuff on it.
1: Technology, that's the one. That's yeah. the
0: one. And man, that last song they just put out, Half Man, Half God, super about it. Possibly my track of the year. I absolutely love it. I love the mix between like the real chavy sort of thing they do. There's some electronic stuff in there. Yeah. It's heavy. They don't have to go heavy. Not all of their tracks with that technology album are heavy. Uh, this isn't super heavy, but it's got heavy bits. Half Man, Half God, as heavy as. It doesn't go where you expect it to. I, I'm about this band. I love it. All
1: right. So I think like everyone has a Gateway song that gets people into them mm-hmm. that what I dare say would have been yours or you have known about oh, them beforehand, no, I,
0: yeah? I was all about "Come out to LA. Yeah, I thought okay, that was brilliant. Yeah. Um, and then Half Man, Half God. That's the one that got my wife into them. Yeah, she, okay. Per- she's, she's just all them about too. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. And I haven't shown her this one yet, but I'm going to show her this today. Please do. Yeah.
1: Action is a new song, and it is... I've 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 never heard anything like it. Yeah. It's insane, and it has a fantastic accompanying vi- uh, video to go with it. And a cast of other singers. It's got Tillion from Dance, Gavin Dance. It's yep. got Caleb from Beartooth. It's got Old Mate from One Okay Rock. Yeah. And um, I'll make it from issues. I can never remember names, but the thing is, when you listen to this, I get elements of like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, but in like a metal version, like a rockier kind of heavy version. It's insane, like how good this song is.
0: That wasn't quite what I got from it, but I can see where you got it from. Yeah, the the clip I just love because it starts out as though it's a TV show, and it's like the singer is this a character called Rob Bott. Yeah, The cyborg, yeah, yeah, and he, it's kind of a bit of a Terminator Robocop sort of hybrid. And uh, it's you know, his batteries have fallen out, and it's like it's, <laughs> it's like so cheesy, yeah, yeah. And it's like, let's go to the ads now and you know, stay tuned for you know, Robbot's fate, you the know. climactic ending, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the song plays out, and it but it's like an action figure toy ad. Gone wrong, which is just it, it's beautiful. Like, when bands bring in toys,
1: like one of the earliest music videos I remember loving was Some 41's The Hell song, where it was okay. just them with like you know Beyonce and like Snoop Dogg and Ozzy Osbourne just playing with toys. And that was a video clip. Oh, it was that's hilarious because cool. it made you feel like you know I was playing with toys 10 years beforehand. Well, now I'm a teenager and I've got this. Here's the thing
0: I'm old enough to remember the old. TV ads for action figures like G.I. Joe and oh, stuff wow. like that. So yeah. it took me back to that. Yeah, It took me back to like, because, man, toy ads used to be big productions. They were good back in the day, were they? They really yeah. were. Like, they actually... Legitimately
1: let, made you want them. The so you tell yeah. your parents you wanted them exactly. and then you would get them for Christmas from Santa.
0: And then like they've added all of the VHS effects over the film clip and all yeah. of that sort of stuff. So it really took me back to the late 80s watching, you know, G.I. Joe toy ads and stuff like that. And it's just gone wrong where all the kids are getting like lasered through the head and (laughs) their hands cut up. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant.
1: it's, It's absolutely hilarious. So, look, if you haven't jumped on the Don Broco bandwagon, Highly recommend this. Like this could be your gateway into that yeah, band. And agreed. This, like this band played through Australia last year. I think it was. Yes. And they, they played small shows, but these these guys like do really big crowds in, in yeah. UK and US festivals. So I it's guarantee. Yeah. I
0: guarantee that the venue sizes will double next time they come out. I, I really think, they the latest and fullest. Their, their newest stuff, I think, is really going to start turning heads. I think. Yeah. I think these are the songs that it's going to turn Australia on to them, yeah.
1: And it's that, that kind of, you can't class them in a category, category kind of thing. So no. you go along, you don't know what kind of show you're going to get.
0: I, th- I think it's just going to be fun. Yep. It's and just look, all going to be fun.
1: Look, if, if they release these toys, like, no, it's not going to happen. But if they do... It <laughs> just
0: begs for merchandise, doesn't it? Absolutely oh my does. God.
1: Like, you know, I'm a bare-tooth collector. I yeah. saw that in the video. I'm like, I need I need that. a Caleb Showmo I- action exactly, figure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. So if bands do this and move into that, that's another type of merch that they can sell on top of the vinyl variants and all of that.
0: Oh, I think my wife's going to want a Tillion. <laughs> Damn it.
1: Damn <laughs> it. Well, we're just going to get you a pricey one Or, a Killian. or a Killian. a Killian? As his as name, his name is. was. Yeah,
0: yeah, the Killian.
1: <laughs> uh, big song dropped from the Emity Affliction this week. Which oh was, my God, yeah. Where
0: did this come from? Like, what's going on? Well, Brownie, if you had have turned up to the meeting that I had with the UNFD publicists on Friday morning, <laughs> uh, you would have found out that that was very much the purpose was no press, super secret, drop on Friday night, midnight. New heavy song. Song you didn't see coming. Yeah. Definitely not a song that was going to make the Misery album. It doesn't fit on that album, I don't feel. It's literally come from the
1: depths of hell. That's the best way to sort of explain this thing. Yeah. Um... It's funny you mentioned that. I think it was like 12.30 at night during Big Sound. You found uh, it. Ash, Hull, and I was like, come listen to this, Emity with Blast Beats. I'm like, nah, get out of here. What? And then we sat there playing it on repeat over yeah. and over again. Go, what is this? Where did yeah. this come from? It's insane. It's, it's almost like they've taken... All the criticism that people have said and gone, not stuff you guys, we can still we do still this. We still got it. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they do. Like, it, it was so good. Like, it, yeah. it combined all the heavy elements that fans have wanted with a touch of the new stuff yeah. with Aaron's vocals yeah. and, like, the very, like, sing along melodic kind of stuff in the
0: chorus. So, I mean, being that I have the faction radio to play new songs on, I saw in the UNFT social club group, uh, there was a member in there who's from New Zealand. Ethan, I think his name is Ethan is, is yeah. his name. He posted in there that there's a new Amity track because he obviously got it two hours ahead of Correct. us. Midnight yep. over there. I just got home from Big Sound, as you probably should have as well. No. <laughs> and it went live. Yep. So I grabbed it. So at maybe 12.03, 12.04, I played it possibly... I- would you, I would want to claim that? first radio play in Australia. I, th- I, want I to think claim. it would have been. Well, It'd have to be, surely.
1: Absolutely. Well done. The, the benefits of going the big sound sober. I was up. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. And like, who knows if this is just a standalone song or if this might appear on the, news, uh, on the new album. We don't I, know. We don't I, know I what's don't happening. I don't think so.
0: I think, this is, I think this seems like a one-off. Almost like, get fucked. Yeah, it, that's like,
1: exactly what it feels like. Yeah. yeah, for everyone who's criticized us, we've yeah. still got it. There, there you, go. you go. Now we're going to go back to doing what we do. So, Which is good like yeah, It's, it's, it's a good for it. filler And if they play this um, On the tour That they've got coming up The Heaven Surely. and Hell Tour You'd have to Surely. Right Yeah, yeah. Alright so we'll, we'll report back After we go to the Heaven and Hell Festival Next week On yeah. the show uh, What else made big
0: news This week uh, well, I Prevail dropped a big, big banger. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this, is a, this was my favorite track on the, their Trauma record earlier in yep, this year. I have to agree. Uh, I mean, short of Bow Down, I mean, those two being the heaviest tracks yeah. on that record. This It was just, phew, it's so aggressive and it's yeah. so, you know, out there. I think... I knew they were going to release this at some point as a single. They had to, right? Had like, to, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And they've gone ahead and released a film clip for it with a UK YouTube influencer called Daz Black.
1: Was oh, that now, who I'm, that guy was? Yeah, right? like, yep,
0: sweet. I'm not super familiar with him, but the point of the film clip that they've released is is sort of about you know whatever trauma you have uh, in your life, Your mental uh, health struggles and all your your mental health that, struggles. Yeah. Maybe it's trauma from a, an event earlier in your life or whatever that the heavy music community is welcoming and you can get that out yeah in the pit you know yeah, like yeah. get that aggression out and get the and 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 you will be welcomed and you will you know there's an outlet and there's a and there's a welcoming community.
1: And that's one I of, love it. Yeah, one of those beautiful things about this community, this this heavy scene is it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. When you go to one of these shows and you're there screaming back at the band, at these there's lyrics nothing that means else something, in the yeah, world. that's it exactly. Everyone is there for the exact same reason. Everyone is there to look out for each other and it's just this wholesome family that we've got going on. To outsiders, they don't get it. They don't understand it. Mm. They just think we're just It just, just looks angry like people. aggression. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. So I can I safely say there's going to be a lot of people looking at this video going, "Oh, do they just bash into each other?" at shows. Well, you know, you get in the mosh pit and you release some tension, but you don't go around crowd killing people. No. And if you do, you're an idiot. But like, that's right. It's a release. It's it's you know you get this out and then you go back to your life again. That's and right. You feel somewhat better.
0: Yeah, and less tense. Yeah, exactly. And less. Yeah you know, less likely to snap at people or less, you know, because you've you've had that release. Yeah.
1: yeah. So bloody well done to Ibreval. Absolutely. They keep nailing it with everything they do.
0: And uh, please come back soon.
1: Please. Fingers crossed, eyes and everything else there. (laughs) Talking about that whole welcoming experience, um, I wanted to talk about Outright from Big Sound. Yep. Um, I first came across this band, at Dead of Winter, and Mm -hmm. blew me away with how heavy they were. They were the very first band that made me wear earplugs at a show because of how brutal that sound was. Yep. Seeing them perform and seeing Yelena on stage, like making a really inclusive kind of feel and vibe and all that. This is the first show I've ever gone to where I felt one hundred percent completely safe with everyone around me and everyone joining in and Mm -hmm. everyone looking out for each other. And it's just amazing that this feeling came from an upcoming band. Like, there's other shows I've gone to where I felt you know they've definitely been around. Yeah, They're,
0: they're not brand new, but they you know they are beginning to. Turn some heads, and 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 they're really starting to spread the word. And, yeah, and yeah. I think it's been a case of you know previous like if you knew about this band, you knew. Yep. And it's been a slow burn, but they're really getting to the front of the yeah. pack. Like they are like people are really starting to pay attention. Hardcore, as they
1: should. Hardcore punk in Australia is on the rise, and with them leading the pack. This is like, they're almost a perfect band. Like, if you want to come up in the music scene and you want to have a message, have a purpose, you know, spruik whatever it is that means something close
0: to you. They definitely have something to that's say. It, exactly. And in fact, actually not even just something to say, lots to say. Yeah. And that's what I love about them. You know, that's the reason I love Rage Against the Machine.
3: Yes.
1: That's the reason yes. why
0: I love Black Flag and Henry Rollins and that sort of stuff. Like... They are using that platform for good. Yeah, correct. To get yeah. the right message out there to say, you know, fuck hate and, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, bigotry and that sort of stuff.
1: It, it's beautiful. Like that, That's all I can say about mm. it. Like, it's just so good. If you haven't got behind them yet, it's definitely a band, in my opinion, the best band at Big Sound this year. So, I highly recommend. Hard to top, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For, for, for other bands who are going to the Big Sound in future years, that's who you need to be talking that's to. That's standard. That's exactly right. That's it. You can't get <laughs> better the than bar. that. Um, a band that's releasing an album this Friday. September
0: 13th, Just Friday. Just Friday the
1: 13th. Yeah, Spooky in many ways. Great day for heavy releases. Uh, Void of Vision. We're, we're really stoked to see these guys and the progression that they've had from when they first burst into the scene to where they are now. And yeah. the young gentlemen they are essentially becoming.
0: i had seen them on plenty of support slots and that sort of stuff. And I don't know, it didn't connect with me until I saw them at Good Things last year. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. was the show. That like they had just started to release a couple of new tracks. Yep, kill all uh, my friends. Was yeah, that just all that before? sort of stuff. Yep, that's right. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, here we are. And then saw the show. Whoa, okay, that was huge for like fairly early on band in the day. Like even yeah, like the people that I came with were like, who was that? Oh yeah, my God. yeah. I told them, and they you know went away as fans. And then everything they've done in this album campaign has been flawless. Yeah, it's massive I've, ticks. I've loved the rollout. I've loved each of the tracks that they've put out so far. Great timing with the Slipknot cover. Yeah. Just everything about it It's just been perfect. I, yeah. I'm so stoked for them.
1: So we're very stoked to have the gin-loving Jack Burgin. Did
3: I get that right, Jack? <laughs> you got the gin-loving part, right? But yeah, Burgin. But
0: yeah, Jeez, we can roll with gin if we want.
1: Brownie. I'm just following what your Twitter handle says, mate. I don't make the rules.
3: <laughs> of course, I forgot. I forget about that. Actually,
0: now, mate, by the time this podcast uh, is being heard by all and sundry, uh, the album's actually only going to be about two days away, and by then we will have heard some more new music from you guys. What new track will we have heard by the time this podcast drops? And uh, can you tell
3: us a little bit about it? Totally. By the time, if I'm thinking correct, we'll have two more tracks out. Actually, very um, nice. yes, very nice. Um, we will have. The first track, Babylon, um, which is uh, the shortest track on the album. It's a bit of a teaser one. Uh, it's probably the shortest and heaviest that we've done. A bit of a little anarchist anthem on our behalf. I think it's a, um, I guess, a fantasizing song that I've been sort of like just thinking about from day to day. I think it's the overwhelming reflection of sort of all the negativity that I come forward to like each and every day through work or through just anything in life. And um every day have this really nihilistic like dream that the world just really just falls apart from it all and I think I just reflected out through this little one minute burst of anger in that song and that was really it was a really fun time yeah from
1: what we've heard so far with the album luckily pricey and i have had the opportunity to sit back and take a listen to it it's great like we've seen the progression of void of vision over the years and you've gotten better and better with every release with the last ep with kill all my friends that single now this it has just such that genre crossing heaviness to it you've got the metal core there's like elements of industrial edm in there as well too which seem to be like a popular thing what made you guys want to head down this direction and, and try this angle
3: yeah hundred percent I um feel like with disturbia we definitely found our sound again. we've sort of cemented that direction that we were heading in and um with kill all my friends we um capitalized on it a bit and added a bit of a tinge of this industrial influence that we've become such big fans of lately and um we wanted to add a bit more of a sting to what we already had, like get it a bit meaner sounding and um I feel like we achieved what we set out for with hyper days we Yeah, it was really refreshing to sort of add like our own little twist to um, what we'd already found. And I think that made the whole process a lot easier.
0: I look forward to a lot more people citing Trent Reznor as an inspiration.
3: (laughs) Yeah, he definitely is. I think he's definitely one of the, um, not necessarily one of the main influences of the album, but definitely Nine Inch Nails is one of those bands that we definitely looked upon to um, draw a little bit of influence on for those sort of sounds
1: well talking about your live shows good things was a fantastic showcase of where you guys were at up until killer my friends I saw you guys at, at unified the year beforehand where you were climbing up the rafters and everything like that and fuck man like I'm what i was 30 at the time and i was getting heart palpitations for you thinking that you know how can this guy scream on stage and climb these rafters belt out all those you know like bellowing screams up there then jump back down and run across the stage like a 19 year old who doesn't have a hangover that kind of thing like how do you get all this energy
3: that funny real quick funny story about that is we had um a friend working the desk at the time and i think it had started raining before our set so it was really slippery and um he said, I think one of the guys at the desk, as soon as I started climbing up there, the guy pulled out an incident report and just started pre-filling it out.
2: <laughs>
3: and then I've got down unscathed, so I'm sure that's thrown in the bin somewhere. But yeah, I guess the live aspect, I come from, I guess, all this pent-up negativity that I have going through my head. I mean, all this, this place where I tap into all these negative emotions that I use to write these albums with and, Um, funnily enough like we've had such a long amount of time off playing live now as we were writing the album and just preparing for this next phase of Void of Vision and I can definitely feel like a bit of pent-up anger sort of um, building up in myself and I just yeah really crave that output of energy on stage where I can seriously like put out all of that like those feelings that I'm just building up. I'm not really an angry person per se so I feel like this is my sort of like expression and I feel like this art form is just the perfect way for me to sort of totally get all that is. stuff out of me.
1: So it's a given that we, we may or should see you on the Unifier lineup again climbing those rafters. Uh, I'm not going to give anything. <laughs> to that, <laughs> well raving, done, maybe. sir. Well done. <laughs> No,
3: hopefully there will be some rafters climbs. hopefully.
1: All right, well, before we wrap things up, like we've got to know you through your music over the years, but we haven't exactly got the chance to know you, Jack, personally. So I thought we could do a You Don't Know Jack segment where we talk about a couple of questions and you answer them to show us the real man you really are. You up for this?
3: I'm up for it. Let's do
1: it. All right, Jack, the last movie you cried in, what was it?
3: I rewatched. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind oh, lately and I reckon I definitely said it's you there. Yeah, I think we gonna say I'm gonna roll with that one.
1: All right. I have not seen that, so I'll check it on like my, my
0: one of the best what, films of all yeah. time, dude. I know. Do I know. It. All
1: right. Now you have to pick one of these Jacks to collaborate with. Jack Black, Jack Vision, or Jack White.
3: Probably gonna say Jack White. Um Jack Black was tempting, but like yeah, I don't know. I, I think Jack White just has a bit more musical sensibility towards him, and I'd love to, yeah, see that side of him. Yeah,
0: it'd be good to see his creative process, that guy. Just, like, just see how his genius rolls out.
3: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Absolutely genius.
0: All right, and to wrap things up,
1: now you can take this either way you want. I want to find out your wildest fan moment so far. So your encounter with a fan, what's been the craziest story you've got? <laughs>
3: Wildest fan moment. Um yeah, I think once you get into the sort of festival scene, then you're definitely signing body parts as kind of a a prerequisite. Um could I have like a wildest fan moment that I want? Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Do it. I love one to buy me a car. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Putting it out in the world. I love it. All right,
1: well, if you're listening and you're out there and you work for a parking lot, you know where to track this guy down. You know where his band is going to be and playing, so make sure you do your best to track down Void Vision and go have a chat to Jack. And hand over the keys. Please do. Jack, it's been a pleasure. Thank you.
3: (laughs) Thank you very much for having me, guys.
1: Absolute legend. Like, if you see that guy, please buy him a car. He desperately needs one. (laughs) (laughs) Not the only band releasing an album on Friday, though.
0: No, uh, and it will be the Faction Radio's feature album this Good week. Good boy. Uh, I, they were one of the first bands that got me into to heavy music and one of those ones that they embraced the darkness yeah. really, really heavily on their early records. They were the first ones for me. They scared me. Yeah. that, that They perfect. scared me yep, with, yep, yep. with how dark they went. And, and I mean, it's all Jonathan's experience and his uh, upbringing, and, upbringing and, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And I think that was the first band that I... I had listened to where it was just like, Oh, these stories are true. And the darkness and the, the scariness of all this, this, yep. this is all coming right out of his mind. Yep. Yep. This is all coming straight from his experience. And Corns, uh, I, I didn't jump into them at the, the self title record. I found them at life is Peachy when yep. they, they dropped, uh, Adidas. Yep. Yep. And, yep. Uh, and, right. and then shortly after they dropped, uh, follow the leader. And I mean, there's, did, there's not many people in the world who don't know about Follow the Leader. That's it. Uh, you know, it was just such a big record. Uh, you know, so uh, this is what I love is like from you know this was a band that I fell in love with back then and and they got me into this world and then to be able to feature them on the Faction Radio that full circle that kind full of circle feel. stuff. Yeah. Oh man, it's so nice to be able to do that. And this new record, like to me, I think is a real return to form. Yep, absolutely. Uh, yeah, this is they've been some of the biggest and best sounding tracks that they've ever released I think you yep. know, like I I think from listening to the nothing like
1: we're getting a combination of what fans have loved yeah. I guess what they've loved doing as well too plus also you've got like the mainstream radio hits yeah. uh can you hear me is the the latest single that the guys release and I can hear that playing on a rock station but the thing is it wouldn't be out of place because it's yeah. it's it's corn and it still sounds like corn it's just corn light if you want to put it that way essentially but yeah. it's still great. Like like everything about this band is it's like they're listening to fans and what they want and the kind of style they want them to return to, which I guess they're giving, but they're also still wanting to do what they want to do, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's a bloody wholesome album. It's bloody good too.
0: Yeah. I just couldn't be happier for them. I think yeah. this is you know, and it's played out really well here in Australia. I can't wait for them to come back please, on a full tour. Please. You know, I mean we got the download festival one off show yep. on that previous album cycle. So, you know, He's hoping that we get to see them come out. Hopefully
1: we see them down and, and someone brings skinned with them as well. Like that would be the ultimate
0: yeah. collaboration, hopefully, that kind of tour. It was nice seeing Corn and Limp biscuit on that one tour, uh, yeah. on that one show at Download. Yeah, it was just such a nostalgia trip for me, man.
1: Because everyone, like everyone who was who was there, were there for Limp Biscuit and they were there for Corn. And yeah. like, I looked around the crowd, I'm like, this looks like the kids I used to go to high school with, yeah, but like sure. you know, twenty years older, with like yeah. kids now of their own, that kind yeah. of thing. It was so good. There was a
0: lot of babysitters employed that yeah. day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're all gonna live on to our and uh, hold on to our youth any way, shape, or form we can, I guess. But look, it wouldn't be uh, a big news week without mentioning some of the sad news that's happened over the past couple of weeks. Uh, we haven't had the chance to touch on yet. Yeah, we've had
0: some band member departures.
1: What, why is this happening? You know, in, in the music world, everyone is supposed to get along. Everyone is supposed to love each other and bands are supposed to last forever.
0: You know, I, I don't think that this is necessarily all of them being fights and someone yeah, throwing exactly. their, throwing their dummy yeah. out of the... Out of the cot, and you know, that's and, it.
1: I'm done. Yeah, hands up in the you know, air. I'm out. I,
0: I know for a fact that the the wind waker and Liam thing. That's there's no bullshit. There. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's simply Liam. You know, uh reside has, is his baby. You know, yep. that's his thing, his creation, and uh, you know, his creative baby. So, you know, it's more a case of his stepping out to make sure he can focus on that. Yeah, and. You know, and we've got until the end of the year as well. You exactly, know? it's not so, like he's
1: leaving and then like no, saying goodbye, that kind of thing. It was just the unfortunate It's Not a disagreement. Timing. I'm out of here. Yeah, it, exactly. It's,
0: it's an acknowledgement of like I'm not going to be able to give to do both. Yeah, exactly. Give a hundred percent to either if I'm yeah. in both, and obviously reside is the one that's like not necessarily. Closer to his heart, but that's the one that like he's drawn to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you know, creatively the most, you
1: got to follow the passion. You got to follow the dream exactly. And if he's built this up to get to where it is, and the wheels are in motion, yeah, jump on that billy cart and go down the hill and see what happens.
0: Yeah, and and I mean, props to both bands. Both bands have had a phenomenal year. Like, yeah, you know, in in each of their ways. Like, you know, resides out on tour with Eat Your Heart Out at the moment and killing it and. Wind Waker's doing everything and, and, and yeah. make them
1: suffer and good things festival yeah, yeah so that's right. you know in a, in a way he's kind of like going out on top with Wind Waker and go jump ship and do that again yeah um, and then you look at for example Gabe left um, sleeping with sirens just before their brand new album came out mm. which was a huge shock because how many members have done this that you can think of recorded an album started doing promo left the band just before the album came out
0: yeah not no, yeah you're right not many yeah. I, I mean. I don't really have much of the inside track on this one. I don't know if you do. Creative differences
1: and that, what—that's that's, that's, that's the what we've been told. Yeah,
0: creative differences.
1: Okay. So and they've hired um, it's probably more story to than which that, which probably but, could exactly whatever. That. Wait for a couple of weeks time. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is that they've got Matty Best from Tonight Live, who oh, on the side yeah, of things yeah. he's a studio drummer, session drummer, touring drummer, and with Tonight Live kind of. They're not in limbo. They're not doing anything. They're just hanging out, playing they're Nintendo. they in between cycles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, that gives him an opportunity to go and, you know, play drums for a band like Sleeping it's With It's off-season. That's exactly what it is. There it yeah. Is. So, he's not joining that we know of. Tonight Live is still together. It's just him helping out some mates during yeah. their press. Because it's a big deal. They just put out this album. It is a great album, too, if you haven't had the chance to hear it yet, how it feels to be lost. But, like... It would be a shame for a band to release such a great album, a great return to form yeah. album like this, and not be able to play shows with it. So, oh, I mean, what on to the Muddy?
0: There's enough. Uh, there's enough at stake there that you know a label or management is going to bother to get a session drummer for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to yeah. not tour. It. Yeah,
1: what's Travis <laughs> Barker doing? He does everything nowadays. <laughs> Uh, And the big one as well, uh, as it is, have unfortunately lost Ben. He was a founding member, and these guys have sort of been upcoming in the post-hardcore kind of emo scene for quite a while now. Uh, Their last album, The Great Depression, a fantastic mental health awareness kind of album. And has been doing great things for for people who, you know, struggle with their mental health issues. And, you know, the the band are big spokespeople for this to get help, reach out, that kind of thing. Love it. Great. It's... Ashamed to see them go.
0: Wait, so they lost one member and then, so they're just going to tap out?
1: No, the band's going to continue on. Um, Oh, they're doing one last run with him. With him, yeah, to say goodbye, not like I'm leaving and see you guys, that kind of thing. Okay,
0: that's good. So it doesn't seem like that's a bad breakup. No, it no Seems no. like that is this guy's decided to take it out. Yep. See out his time in the band. Correct. And yeah. They're gonna do one lap to celebrate.
1: Whether they do like a, a cool kind of thing and and, and make it like a big send off or whatever, but like you know that could be a great way to wrap his time up. It's nice. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't see that as a negative thing. At no, all. no, exactly. People sort of get to that point. You know, he's been doing maybe it for seven years. Maybe he's got years, a child so on the way or different
0: priorities now. Exactly. Whatever. You know. Yeah. You
1: know. Think what what you were doing seven years ago. I'm bad at math, so I can't remember what was that.
0: Basically this. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Talking shit for a living and yeah. getting paid for it. Yeah. Um. So look, you know, times change, bands change, and let's hope all of these bands continue on yeah. and, and continue the legacy that they've made so far.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's a nice wholesome way to wrap things up, isn't it? Aww. Aww. Are, we, are we done? That's us. That's our oh, shortage. wow. What a well, that, way to wrap it up. That, that went quick this week. It really did. It, it felt longer in my head. Everyone, a lot of us are probably still recovering from Big Sound, except for Pricey, who... Did it completely sober. It can be done.
0: It can be done. And how was it? Man, it was a great experience, I'm not going to lie. This is not to say that I'm going to back it up and do it again next year, (laughs) because I I do enjoy a good soiree. But uh, this is a... It was a great year for me. You know, it was really positive and there's lot of people saying they listen to the podcast to me so that's which, really really yeah, nice that was awesome it was, yeah. was a really nice feeling to know that you know there is some people out there in the industry listening to what we have to say which is a surprise to be sure but, like, like, but let's really hope nice. they
1: either agree or disagree because that's what we're here for to talk about opinions and and get people to listen in and think about some heavy music and everything it has to offer
0: hell yeah yeah he's brownie
1: He's Pricey. Hey. This is a Matter of Faction podcast for the Handshake Media Group. Fantastic organisation. Hit that
0: subscribe button. And we
1: will catch you right here next week. Goodbye. Cheers.
0: You've
3: been listening to the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie.